Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches. And honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. Betches Media presents Diet Starts Tomorrow with host Aileen Drexler. I'm having a relationship with my pizza. In a world where wellness looks perfect on Instagram. Just doing my workout. Tuesday's arms and back. But feels anything but in real life. Is butter a carb? Yes. This is the podcast exploring the emotional side of well-being. I would be proud to partake of your pecan pie. From people who understand the struggle. I'm on the third day of my cleanse diet. Hello and welcome back to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm your host, Aileen, and today is Thursday, which means we have a Dear DST episode for you. And I am excited to be rejoined by someone you guys love. You know her from all of our Instagram, but also our TikTok. Welcome back, Nicole Pellegrino. You can't hide from me. I'm everywhere. <laughs> Surprise! You know you're you're like um what's his name Jack Nicholson in The Shining. <laughs> I've never seen The Shining. Oh God! Do I have a picture a of him like through the fence. Yes, yes, with like the eyes. You. Yeah, I that's me. Not. So Nicole, how are how are you doing? What's going on? You know, I'm good. I Today is weird because it was just aggressively snowing. I sit in the living room because Mike took the office. So my desk is here in the living room and I stare out the window, which sometimes <laughs> is nice because like it gives me ideas. Like if we're in a video brainstorming meeting, I look out the window and sometimes that helps spur ideas. But today it was aggressively snowing like five minutes ago. So I don't know. Yeah. Isn't it? It was like 75 degrees two days ago. I was like yeah. running outside, my hair mm -hmm. blowing in the wind. It was beautiful. And now it's literally a snowstorm tundra out there. I don't right. get it. It needs to really stop fucking with us because it needs to chill I'm, the fuck out. It really does. I'm ready for it to be warm. Like you, seasonal affective disorder, that's a thing. And it affects me. I want to like play tennis outside, you know? Oh, uh, love a good yes. I well, I'm I'm uh going to Florida next <gasps> week. 
Mm. It is my birthday, my Rusty's birthday. And um, we're taking Mila with us for her first trip on a plane. So it's not really a vacation with a kid, but (laughs) um, it's going to be interesting. We'll see. But I am going to play some tennis because I'm visiting my dad. My dad plays tennis like crazy. Uh, Oh, amazing. Didn't, Didn't you get very into pickleball? Yes. At one point, <laughs> like during quarantine. And guess what? Uh, yeah, during COVID, summer of COVID, um, 2020, I was so into pickleball. And then I couldn't play pickleball this last summer because I was V pregnant. And it was <laughs> like dangerous. And so, yeah, I'm totally pumped to play pickleball this summer. Pickleball yeah. is like a like popular sport. I've never played it. My sister loves it. You Everybody, would like it. I feel like I would. And I feel like I, not to like, sound conceited but whatever I feel like I would be naturally good at it because I'm good at tennis and it's similar right it is similar but you there's like you you there's sort of like a a learn if you play tennis there's like a learning curve because it's not the same because you're playing with a paddle instead of like a racket which is very different Mm. in terms of getting the ball over the net you but probably once you have get to have to it, more you're a pro. control. Yeah, it's it, you probably have to have like a lot of like control versus like tennis. You can just like it's like a different. Whack it. No, it's the other way around. Tennis is way harder. <laughs> All right. Well, well, pickleball add, will play one day. <laughs> yes, a betches pickleball excursion. <laughs> oh, we should. You know, I'm always trying to get us to do things like that at Betches. Like, remember when I suggested a chili cook-off and everybody was like, no. What? <laughs> what? Like, like remote chili cook-off? What? I No, I don't remember this, but I was thinking about making some chili tonight for dinner. <laughs> really? Oh, my God. Um, yeah, I, this was, I think, pre-COVID, and I wanted all of us to make a chili recipe and bring it into the office. And I was like, really trying to persuade everybody. And I think I almost got you guys. It was over Slack. And then everybody was like, no, never mind. It's like that episode of The Office when Kevin brings his giant thing of chili in it and it falls, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Do you remember that? Sort um, of. I anyway, think you said that I when like- I was trying to convince you. <laughs> <laughs> so same reference three years later. Okay, yeah. Nicole, let's get into some non-scale wins. It's Thursday. We have non-scale wins. We have Dear DSTs. Nicole, do you have a win or would you like me to go first? I'll go. Okay. Okay. So my win is related to my appearance. Okay. So my it sounds shallow, but it's not. <laughs> sounds so- conceited, but whatever. <laughs> my exactly. win is how I look. <laughs> Exactly. Okay. No. So my biggest, my biggest insecurity ever of all time for years and years has been my skin. Now you're probably looking at me like I have five heads right now because my skin looks fine right now um, over this virtual Zoom. But I've just always had acne problems. I have a a lot of makeup on right now. Really good concealer, Kosas brand. Recommend it. Um, I've just always had acne problems. Always had acne prone skin. And, you know, last year I really got my skin in check leading up to my wedding. It was flawless, which is the the goal every bride wants. I was on birth control. I have been on birth control for God knows how long since I was like 15. So after my wedding in the fall, a couple months after I went off birth control, and that's when hormones went awry, skin erupted, and... Mm-hmm. 
it's just been a whirlwind ever since. So my non-scale win is that I finally took control of it. And you and Jared were actually talking about this on your episode recently. So it's kind of similar. I went to a professional, which... Oh, okay. So that's my win. I went to a dermatologist, which I haven't done in so, so long, like years and years, instead of self-diagnosing my skin. So I'm... I mean, it's still, I think I'm like purging or whatever right now. It's still really bad when I don't have makeup on. And when I do, it's like dry. But I feel like I'm on the up and up with it. And I, it just feels good to finally be like taking control of it and following a professional's inv- advice. Right. So, but you got your, you, you got your skin, like you said, in check before your wedding on your own without a dermatologist? No, so I was on birth control and I oh, think it, so was it was like, it was that. It was mainly yeah, from okay. that. Um and I was, you know, doing all the skin things, monthly facials, my facial girl in the city is amazing, like those all help. I was using like a consistent skincare routine, so I was right, consistent. Right, right. Um and my skin was under control. If I would get a breakout, I would treat it, it'd go away. Now it's like to the point where I can't all those things like the hormones set it off. I can't control it on my own. Yeah, no, I'm sure it's so, so crazy with yeah. hormones um, that can really throw you upside down. But that's great. So you're seeing a dermatologist. That's an awesome win. You know, congratulations. It feels good to like sort of get something done like that you've been wanting to, and you feel like you're going down a path towards a goal that you want achieved. Right. right. And and it's it's just nice that the aspect of like seeing a professional because I literally like you and Jared were saying it's like you get all these is like I feel like on Instagram I get all these DMs from people like if I complain about my skin people are like oh try this try that the yeah. other whatever do this which is don't all helpful. do this yeah but at one point I was doing a billion different things and I was like I don't even know what could be helping me if something was at this point because I'm trying mm-hmm. so many different things. So I just took a step back, simplified, and went to a doctor. Yes, so I feel like that's I'm great. Hands. I think that's advice that can be applied all around, um, not just to skincare, but any type of like health advice you see on social media. I feel like TikTok also, and I know we're going to be talking about mm. TikTok. You are our director of TikTok content. I think like also TikTok has a lot of beauty. If you go down to beauty talk, you there's all sorts of different methods and Right. And you end up just buying everything. You have no idea. I do the same shit. Um, right. And that's the same for food too. Like you see all the extremes, all types of eating and you're just like lost. Like what should I do? Should I do it all? How can I be vegan and <laughs> keto at the mm. same time? Mm-hmm. Um, but that's great. Good. Um, I'm excited to hear how your dermatology journey goes. Thank you. Let's hear it. My win, I think... You, you'll appreciate is because I saw you post about your desk space earlier today. I rearranged my office. I know that sounds so stupid. No, but I it it like I really wasn't feeling the vibes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The feng shui was off, and I fully rearranged the whole thing. As you can see, I have a different t- background right now. Yeah, let me get a see. tour. Maybe not a okay. whole virtual tour. You'd have here's to, like- a plant. <gasps> I, I'm setting. I'm working on the styling of this. 
mm-hmm. this thing. What is it? What is it called? A ladder. Um, but shelf. Yeah. <laughs> but before I felt like the my my back. It also, you have to think about like your Zoom background too. Yeah, and you're like the founder of a company. Like you're on a lot of meetings. I feel like women entrepreneurs always have a cool, aesthetically pleasing background. It's. Yeah. So I (laughs) wanted to put a candle back there, but also because I do so many podcasts that are filmed. Yes. Like I needed, and before I felt like my background was very bedroom vibes Mm. and now it's office vibes. But all that aside, that's not why I did it. It was more about the feeling and it like the energy shifts. And like I read uh, like online about feng shui (laughs) in an office and how you should be sort of look, you should always see the door. In your office, oh. you like you can't. Yeah, I'm I'm the opposite because literally, your this back. opens into of course, my entire. This is if you can, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's very hard to do in like an apartment in the city. Yeah, when did you do this? Yesterday. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say, have you realized like today you've been more productive from it? No. Because um, it's happened yesterday and I finished cleaning up this morning before I like logged in because I can't work if my like my area is a mess. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, I feel more um, energy. I do feel more energy right now. I feel more um, focused probably. I'm such focused work vibes. Yeah. Mm hmm. I'm such a big believer in the fact that like you are a product of your environment in a way sometimes like or your environment helps you function and focus Mm -hmm. better. Like if you have clutter around, your mind will be cluttered. If you, somebody, my mom used to say, like she read a feng shui book and it was like, if you have clutter under the bed, your dreams and mind will be cluttered while you sleep. Really? Yeah. And And I'm like, I always think about that when I hear the word feng shui because I'm like, fuck the the underneath (laughs) my bed, living in a a city you use that as storage. So yes, right. it's a mess. <laughs> yes, but you could like, you know, fold things. <laughs> right. Storage containers. Mm-hmm. Storage containers. Um, but yeah, so I'm working on styling it a little bit more, but it feels good. And now my little mini treadmill is against, it's ni- nicely placed against my window and I can I walk that. and stare at the snow. <laughs> I love that. Your mini treadmill. It's so amazing. <laughs> like, No, but I think that's smart of you. I think like anybody should, wherever you're spending most of your time throughout the day, which for us is our office space or our desk, make it, romanticize it, if you will. Yeah. Make it feel good Mm -hmm. and change it up sometimes. And if something is like bothering you, you can't stop staring at it, like address it. That's how I felt. Yes. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always find the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And 
they're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N U U L Y dot com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Warmer weather is finally back. After so many cold months, it's nice to get outside and soak up the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests. Pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring spring flowers and sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I suffer from seasonal allergies. I just had them hit the other day. I couldn't breathe through my nose at all. And I popped a Claritin and it was like night and day. I'm a huge fan of Claritin. I use it on the regular and it always helps when we're making that transition from winter to spring, which is when my allergies flare up. Mainly it's my sinuses that get so clogged and the Claritin just clears it right up. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients and just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy throat and nose, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live your life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Let's do our listener non-scale one. Let's do it. Hi, Aileen and Nicole. First of all, thank you for DST. I literally love listening to the podcast so much. Okay, now for my NS dubs. I'm a nosy bitch, (laughs) so I love seeing what people eat in a day. But I noticed recently that this trend was taking a toll on my mental health. While I was eating, I kept comparing what I was eating to others on social media and realizing how unhealthy that is. Just because I have carbs at most meals doesn't mean that I'm unhealthy. Plus, some of these influencers probably have more time than me during the day to prepare these elaborate meals slash who knows if they're even actually eating the food that they're sharing. Every time I would scroll through Insta or TikTok and I come across these videos, I would feel encouraged to watch the whole thing. However, after seeing your recent post about these videos and how it doesn't matter what you eat versus what others eat, I scroll right on by them or even unfollow the account because they are just annoying. It's a minor win, but I... but felt like it was a big one to me because I realized that these videos were impacting me and not in a good way. Thanks for all you do. A betch who doesn't give an F about what you eat. I love this. And I'm so glad she brings up these videos because you, mm. a TikTok master, um, <laughs> I, and also TikTok algorithm. And we talked about this in yes. Jared's episode, how like you watch one video and you can't help it. You finish it. Then you get served that type of video 700 times. Yep. It's all wedding ones for me. So honestly, these these eat in a day ones would be a nice little refreshing from the wedding. (laughs) At at this point, I want to see anything else but wedding. No, but yeah, definitely. 
It's um. So do you do you do you don't you don't get served these what I eat in a day? No, ones. I definitely went through a period of time where I was, and I kind of did what she did. I like didn't interact with them and engage them because I felt the same way. They are annoying, and mm-hmm. I think like this person is I, pat on the back for you because it is so easy to get influenced by those. Like at first when I was seeing them, I was like oh, this person's doing a smoothie with chia seeds in the morning. I should be doing that instead of a bowl of cereal. Like, it's Mm -hmm. just so easy to let these affect you. And I mean, they are, a lot of them, I was like, oh my God, are you surviving? Because these girls were eating like- Oh my God, yes. They just weren't eating. Like, it was like- There's so little. I'm like, wait, that's it? Like some would just say like, just put, I, I, I get served them all the time because I- like can't help it, but I want, because I'm intrigued by like some of their recipes. And then mm-hmm. I'm also like thinking like, oh, I really want to add more vegetables in, in my, and fruits in my day. So I'm thinking right. of, I, I like the creativity. So I watch some of them, but now I have so many on my TikTok and I'm shocked at sometimes how little and of course, like everybody has their own thing. Some people need to have different dietary needs, yada, yada, yada. I'm not like judging, but right. it is somewhat harmful because it's not like it feels like they're giving dietary advice, right? Right, right, right. But I, they're not diet professionals. Right. And it's like the, it's social media already. It's a whole comparative world. And especially with these, it's so easy to compare your own eating habits to these videos. Mm-hmm. And I just think like, yeah, it's these need to come with some sort of disclaimer. Like this is, I don't know. Like I saw one, somebody made, some influencer made one. And in the comments, people were like, wait, that's all you eat in a day? Like, I'm kind of glad though, because it was like calling her out because it was like a lettuce wrap for breakfast and a smoothie for lunch and, you know, a bite of Sunflower dates for dinner. Those I dates even, that are everywhere. Yes. Yeah, the yeah, <laughs> fucking date, yeah, those, peanut butter dates. <laughs> ew, ew. Yeah, and like, and that's the thing. Like, I, I, I don't like skinny shaming people either. Like, I don't like when people are like, "Well, eat a burger." Like, not totally. that. That's not what we're people, doing. Right. Some people were just questioning her in the comments, and she was like oh no, like this isn't what I eat every day. Like this was just a super busy day. Like this is all I could kind of get my hands on. But it's like, okay, then make a disclaimer of that somewhere in the video or up front. Because when we're just seeing that, when younger, impressionable girls on Gen Zers on TikTok are just mm-hmm. seeing that, you know, that that could be harmful to them. I think I agree with you. And I think the worst part of those videos though is the first slide of the video like slide whatever the first little thing is them look showing themselves in a mirror in a sports Mm. bra and little shorts or little leggings and they're showing their bodies and then the so it's sending the message that if you want to look like this this is what you should eat and it i think about it and i'm like if i didn't see that video like of who i'm watching who i'm watching i don't know if it would go as viral yeah no. Right? And then it's always the ones like that where you see the skinny girl in the beginning and then it's like this – it's never like normal food. Like she's never like, okay, for breakfast I had an egg, bacon, egg and cheese sandwich on a bagel. <laughs> and then for no. like – It's always – it's synonymous. The skinny girl is synonymous with the 
lettuce for breakfast. Like with the lettuce with the sprouts and the uh, plants. The and sprouts. The fucking with the, yeah. Which like a double-edged sword because it, it is okay to eat healthy. It is okay to show off your cool <laughs> recipes online and you're okay, allowed to eat sprouts in your wrap for lunch. But like at the same time, I, I agree with you. It's like the whole video put together with the image of the person. It just is. Yeah. It's a lot. It's, but I, I do, on the flip side, I do see the ones that are like what I eat on a 23,000 uh, calorie day, something like that, who's like bodybuilding. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is that. But I don't yeah. know if we necessarily need any of it. <laughs> like, I, like we want to see the middle ground, but I don't know if we need any of it because it's it needs disclaimers. It needs a little bit more context. Mm-hmm. And it's potentially harmful for people. But I really like this is all coming from the non-scale win of the girl who says she swiped away from it, flagged it as not interested and mm-hmm. moved on. And it is very easy to compare yourself with those. I totally agree. I also, before we move on from this, I really like what she said about plus some of these influencers probably have more time than me during the mm. day because those these videos can make you feel not only can like you know, compare your eating habits, but also make you feel inadequate. Like when I see somebody preparing an amazing wrap for lunch or, you know, whatever meal of some sort, I'm like, I don't know. How come I don't when? look things yeah. like that? Yeah. Like totally. This takes an like, hour. Exactly. Yeah. It's like these influencers don't have a nine to five job sometimes. So that that is that is their content piece of the day that they're working all day on creating. So yes, they're going to cook elaborate meals for it. So don't yeah, just don't compare yourself all the time. Um, as a that's a good point. As a TikTok um, master connoisseur, <laughs> um, what are there other trends that you've noticed that are a bit iffy, like this one? Yes. Speaking of feeling inadequate, I kind of have a lot of thoughts on the that girl trend. Which I don't know that one. Yeah, you told me you've never. Okay, so. It's basically, I guess it's been around for a while and it kind of like became bigger more recently over recent months because it like made its way from like TikTok and other apps to YouTube more and then like back to TikTok. I don't know. But it's this whole thing of like like romanticizing your life and showing your really productive routines all to become like the it's it's basically called becoming that girl all to become mm-hmm. that girl and have that girl ex- aesthetic and it's just picture like the most organized girl who has her shit together so she's the common trend common themes with that girl is she's waking up before 8 a.m or before 7 a.m she's working mm-hmm. out she's making a green juice in the morning fresh from lemon and you know celery all the fresh <laughs> organic ingredients right she is meditating she's journaling she's not using her phone in the morning she's shopping for fresh produce weekly she is you know working out spin class whatever i don't even uh-huh. know what else uh, just you can picture it like she's wearing cute workout sets to these workout classes you know no ugly right. pajama t-shirt um it's just like a girl who <laughs> has all of her life together mm-hmm. <laughs> and so like all these videos i got stuck on that girl tiktok somehow i'm like i don't yeah. know <laughs> but yeah. all these videos 
it was just like becoming that girl. And here's the thing. It's so tough for me to sit here and form an opinion on it because some could argue that the this is toxic and makes you feel inadequate, which like it does, I think. But at the same time, some people are like, no, I think it's very motivating. Like I mm-hmm. it watching these videos inspires me to like wake up early and eat healthy and do all these things. But I think my main issue, I was thinking long and hard about this. My main issue with it is that, well, one, these are things that we're already like normal people are already kind of doing like they're shopping on Sundays for groceries. They're working out. They're waking up early. Like, so we're all just showing off what normal people are doing and glorifying (laughs) it. Mm -hmm. And secondly, I think branding it as that girl is the issue I have with it because it's like making you feel like you should become somebody versus like if if people want to just make videos of them doing these cool routines every day and like edit them in a cool way to just like show off their creativity that's fine like but i think that my issue is just calling it that girl rubs me the wrong right. way but yeah right because it's like you said it forces you to think that like you need to become somebody else but these are kind of nor they're not if 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 you see it chopped all together edited together you feel it's like this kind of it's like as it's not it's aspirational but in a way that's sort of um packaged mm-hmm. that is is it's in a in a very extreme productive way like almost like yes what the whole wellness industry is telling us we need to be but it's not that realistic and it's okay if we can do some of these things and we can't do some of the, these other things. And right. um, a lot of people can't be, have reg, have jobs. <laughs> yeah. You can't be these like, you know, green goddesses. <laughs> it's literally, it's kind of, it's, it's kind of ridiculous. And um, I, I, I wish I could see one, but I can picture it. It's like, just it, glor- uh, it glorifies I know what you're saying it glorifies these mm-hmm. actions or like you said romanticizes just you know normal day shit that now you are putting on this like pedestal of like oh my god if I don't do them like I'm not that girl anymore who mm-hmm. am I I'm a failure mm-hmm. and right. I think it that that's the problem but I guess it's motivating yeah, it? it's just tough because I'm I'm all for romanticizing your life. That's also a big theme on TikTok. TikTok has so many little corners and themes. Romanticizing your everyday life is a big theme. And I actually like that because it's like, you know, finding joy in the little things. Like, if, for example, putting nice flowers on your desk so you have that while you work. That's Or like you, rearranging your, rearranging your desk. That's mm-hmm. kind of a way of like, romanticizing your work day. I'm he- all here for those. It's just like you said, it's these these videos. I need you to go watch one after this. Just I will. search that girl on TikTok, you'll find a trillion. They're just not realistic. Like that girl you're seeing in the videos behind her neatly made bed with her perfect bamboo sheets and everything. <laughs> there's a pile of clothes that she has in totally. the way. Like just know that when you're watching them they're not realistic. It's, it's not a hundred percent. I think um, the biggest, what I think the biggest problem actually about all of these things, the eat in the day, the blah, blah, blah. That's great. Like, I'm so proud of you for 
eating this in a day and you're so great. You, you go and shop your local market and you get all the fucking, you know, beets <laughs> and like fresh fucking tomatoes. I'm so excited for you. But the need, and this is just the issue with social media and like what it's made us become, but the need right. to then take a video of it and then publish yeah. it into this like beautiful little video, <laughs> this little pretty thing is like you're no longer doing it for yourself, but you're mm -hmm. doing it for other people and what you want other people to think of you. So that it's right. actually potentially maybe even harmful for you making right, it. Right. Right. Because then like when you don't do these things, you're like, okay, who am I? <laughs> mm -hmm. Like, am I now the failure? So I think it's just a lot. It's really social media is so it's, so it's crazy. just crazy. And I don't want it to sound like we're yucking someone's yum. And like, you know, no, I, yeah. I hate when like, I hate when like, you know, there's this common theme of like men not letting women enjoy things. So like that, not saying that, like if you enjoy making a video of you going to the fucking market and getting your beats, <laughs> then do that. <laughs> and if you're, if that's a way for you to like express your creativity, like do it and don't overthink it. Just fucking put, put out the post. Yes. But I don't know. Personally, as somebody who is creating content 24-7, I, I get so much more enjoyment and fulfillment from like a joke I've made or a funny video I've made than like a, here's the beats I got at the market. Like, if, right. I don't know. It's, it's. Uh, when you make something versus when you like put it just out. sort of show some, something. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Well, I really enjoyed this conversation, Nicole. <laughs> I know, it's that um, we could go on about We could that. go on. I like, I need to, I want to hear more trends. I want to talk about more trends on TikTok. There's plenty. All right, now it is time for our dear DST. Are you ready to give out some advice? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Dear DST, this weekend, I spent a lot of time meeting some of my boyfriend's friends, some of whom I was meeting for the first time. And my God, a lot of them are just such beautiful women. Not in a red flag way, but in a my boyfriend is very social and loves everyone way. To me, it looks like the females outweigh the males, but I know that's not true at all. It's just who I'm paying attention to. I've grown up fat, insecure, and antisocial, so meeting these people triggered me terribly. I was so, so jealous of their effortlessly skinny faces and bodies. I kept telling myself my boyfriend is with me. He loves me. He's never given me any reason to feel insecure, but that pit of jealousy in my stomach has lasted days now. I don't know what I can do to make my emotional side match my rational side. Maybe it's a lack of confidence. How would you handle this situation? How do I not compare myself to others from a sad, confused, jealous bitch? This is very vulnerable. I appreciate mm -hmm. her sort of writing this to us. I feel like we've all sort of been there. Mm -hmm. um, right? What, Nicole, when you hear this, what how would how would you handle this situation? Have you ever been in this type of situation? Yes. Okay. So, I mean, my first thought with this, I mean, we've all been in those situations where we are going into a social situation where we kind of just feel less than those that are in it. So, my first thought with this, I was like, okay, how can we how can we picture that, like 
how can we find the other people's flaws to feel better about ourselves? <laughs> <laughs> like, find those bitches' flaws, okay? No. So then I was like, okay, no, because that'll not help us in the long run. Here's what I would do. And I was like, what? Because I was kind of in this recently. I was at a wedding a couple weeks ago, my best friend's wedding in Dominican Republic with like all beautiful people. I swear. I'm like, how do you guys know 100 models at this wedding? And so like it was easy to feel like this in a way. Um, I try to just connect with those people. Like if I were her, I would literally try to get to know these quote beautiful women that your boyfriend is friends with just get to know them as human beings ask them questions about themselves tr- about themselves try to connect on them like on a emotional level with them maybe you both studied the same major in college maybe you have both traveled to the same place or whatever maybe you grew up around each other whatever try to connect with them cuz that might help you just kind of like almost like them and like whenever I'm around humanize them yeah yeah, humanize them relate to them whenever I'm around people who I'm like holy shit this woman is gorgeous inside and fucking outside like she is so smart she instead of being like I'm not all those things I try to think like oh what can I learn from her what can I like how do I strive to be more like her in a not creepy way like you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah right yeah, I, just, I yeah, I like that advice about like humanizing these people because that is sort of what she's she's putting these people on this like pedestal, like these models, mm-hmm. but as if they're these like oh my god, these untouched like people that you can't imagine mm-hmm. being like. But like like you said, by humanizing them and understanding like who they are as people, you'll see that they have insecurities as well, mm. and it's I think that's sort of the the key but i but it's really great that you have the rational mindset too like my boyfriend's never given me any reason to feel insecure he doesn't call me anything he doesn't say anything he doesn't whatever i'm recognizing that like my past my personal insecurities are creeping up and affecting my present and it doesn't, I, I mean, you want to label it. It seems like she wants to label it. Like she's saying, maybe it's a lack of confidence, blah, blah, blah. But it really doesn't, you don't have to label it. Um, right. It's just how you're handling the situation. And um, we all compare ourselves. Literally, we mm-hmm. were just talking about comparing ourselves on social media. Comparing ourselves in person is like a whole nother ball game. And Nicole, I love your advice about like, getting to know them. I would also say we're our own biggest critics. You know, you might be walking into this situation like thinking I'm not, I'm not as pretty. I'm not as whatever, but you might be the only one thinking that like chances are, you know, you're, you're, you're overthinking that because it's about yourself in a way. But like, I don't, I'm, I'm also a big fan of like tangible things. Now this is where I start getting into sounding like a mental health that coach girl? or something. Oh. That girl. <laughs> but I'm a big fan of like tangible things that make us feel more secure and confident in ourselves. Like I would for this girl, I would literally make a list of all the things I really like about myself and look back at that list. Maybe it's before you go out with your boyfriend and his friends. Like just peek at the list and be like, hell yeah, I am really good at reading books. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I, 
<laughs> I read good. <laughs> <laughs> What's that from, Derek Zoolander? <laughs> no, but that's really no. Sorry, joking aside, you're so right. It's right? to hype yourself up in a significant, like in a substantial way, not like in a superficial way. Yes. Um. And it's true. And like, you know, also maybe one day in a, when you're not talking about these girls, you're not talking about these situations, like you can even ask your boyfriend, like, you can, you can be honest. You can be like, I'm feeling a little down about myself. Can you just like remind me one thing that you love about me? Like, just, Hell yeah. just like, just, it's okay. Like not in a, as long as it, you don't, you're not like, ugh. Like, I am awful. Like, I'm gross. I'm this. Like, why do you even like me? Like, that, that can sp- turn your relationship into something else. But just like being vulnerable and being like, I'm feeling down on myself. It would be nice, a little reminder if you could just like, what's a non superficial thing that you love about me? I just would love to hear mm-hmm. it. Um, or superficial, whatever, whatever floats your boat. And um, you'll, you'll yeah. get through it. Because no matter what, there's always like literally this isn't going to be the last um, group of young hot bitches that walk through the door. Um, yeah, I'm. You know what? I, I'm psycho though. I'd be like, why are you friends with so many hot bitches? <laughs> <laughs> Would you do that? <laughs> like honestly, I'd be like, why do you? Why do you have Ooh. to be friends with them? Yeah. So what do you guys, yeah, like what do you guys talk about? <laughs> yeah, like literally if Mike, if my husband were like, fr- I'd be like, how'd this happen? Like, <laughs> yeah, like what specifically do you bond over? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> Sephora sales, like I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, good luck, sad, confused, jealous bitch. Hope you become happy, clear, and not jealous <laughs> very soon. And that is it for today's episode. Nicole, this was so fun. This Thanks was for coming so back. much fun. Of, of course, I will come back any time to talk about you know, weddings, TikTok. I appreciate your advice and all of that. It was very wise. Um, so can you tell everybody? Okay, so I know you do Betches Brides. Share everybody where they can hear more from you. Yes. Okay. So Betches Brides at Betches Brides on Instagram. Our TikTok, I mean, our not TikTok, ugh. our podcast is great too. Solo hosting that now with amazing guests each week. So listen to that anywhere you find your podcasts. And then Betches TikTok at Betches. Um, and then of course my own channels at Nicole Pellegrino everywhere. TikTok, Instagram. <laughs> uh, every Yeah. Everybody make sure to check all those things out. And if you're not a bride, whatevs definitely check out our tiktok because you'll recognize nicole in all of the very funny videos that she and our and chris and our video team brian they all make i'm obsessed with the life before and after euphoria those are wildly viral you guys you know what i was thinking about we what? should i don't know if people watch this like do people watch people watch yellowstone right Yes, Chris made or no yellow jackets. Just kidding. He made a video yellow, about that. Yellowstone. I mean, it just ended mm-hmm. like season four just ended, but um I have a lot of content ideas for you. <laughs> to send them, send them our way, honestly. Any any big show. I just did one about Anna Delvey yesterday for inventing Anna. Such a good oh, show. I just finished that. I yeah. just finished that. It's, it's we're posting the video on Betch's Instagram today, so you'll see it. I'm excited to see it. But um, if anybody if anybody wants to see a Yellowstone one, let me know and I'll send Nicole <laughs> my ideas <laughs> because I have many. <laughs> um, for real. And yeah, so everyone go follow Nicole. And that is it for today's 
Dear DST, send your Dear DSTs and your non-scale ones to DST at Betches.com. Check out ShopBetches.com where you can find all of our amazing merch. We have a very cute DST sweatshirt coming out very soon. Um, you can check out all our brides merch. Nicole is wearing it all the time. And <laughs> you can follow us at Diet Starts Tomorrow. Follow me at Aileen. And we're always with you. Through thick and thin. <laughs> Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Sean Kilby, Stacey Wong, and Jorge Morales-Pico. Editing by Stacey Wong. Be sure to follow at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to dst at betches.com. Betches.